Late one night, Nicodemus comes to Jesus with his questions and doubts and discovers that being in relationship with Jesus means being willing to start fresh with Him, reborn by the Spirit. Today I'd like to talk with you about his honest late night conversation with Jesus in a sermon called A Whole and Lasting Life. I'm Peter Wallace. It's day one. Welcome to Day One, the weekly program that brings you outstanding preachers from America's historic Protestant churches, sharing insight and inspiration from God's Word for your life. Now, here's our host, Peter Wallace. Thank you, Sherry. Friends, this is the second Sunday of the season of Lent, and I'm back in the day one pulpit filling in for another preacher. And in a moment, I'll share a sermon with you called A Whole and Lasting Life. But first, I'd like to take this opportunity to bring you up to date with the day one ministry. In 2023, this radio ministry celebrates its 78th anniversary. Our program began as the Protestant Hour on Easter Day in 1945 on our Atlanta flagship station, WSB, and several other stations in the southeastern United States. Every week since then, now on 200 radio stations from coast to coast and in several other countries, we've been on the air faithfully sharing the good news when times were hopeful and promising and when times were fearful or confusing. 22 years ago, our program name became Day One. But whatever you call us, we're still committed to bringing you inspiring messages of faith that you can put to work in your own lives each and every week. And this year promises to be a truly momentous one for the Day One ministry for several reasons. First, we're honored and grateful to have received a $1 million grant from the Lilly Endowment Incorporated as part of their compelling preaching initiative for a four-year project comprising three major activities. The first of these activities is to curate and upload our entire sermon archive from 1945 on, so that preachers, scholars, teachers, students, and laypersons can access all these wonderful sermons presented by some of the major figures of the mainline Protestant Church. So many people have asked for access to our archives of sermons by these great preachers of the 20th and 21st centuries, and we're grateful that this will finally come to fruition. The second major activity in this project is to research and create resources for preachers and educators using new media and virtual platforms to share their messages. We hope to equip them not only practically, but theologically, to preach effectively and meaningfully in this new era. And the third activity is to create resources for laypersons to enable them to provide knowledgeable sermon feedback to their pastors and preachers and to help pastoral search committees to appropriately evaluate sermons given by their pastoral candidates. Our project director is the Reverend Dr. Katie Givens-Kime, who you've heard preach on day one a few times in recent years. Katie brings to this role her experience in parish ministry, in the academy and seminary classrooms, and in the faith and media space. The Reverend Dr. Tom Long, chair of our Day One Advisory Council, serves as senior preaching advisor on the project, and we have an amazing team of knowledgeable advisors, scholars, preachers, archivists, and church leaders who will help guide us through this project. 
All of us at Day One are grateful to the Lilly Endowment for this very generous grant. We join with over 30 other organizations, seminaries, and church groups in their compelling preaching initiative, and together we are already working to create resources and programs that will serve the church in vital new ways so that the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ can make an even greater impact in the future. So that's the first major Day One News update. Second, after 22 years, I'm planning to retire as president, executive producer, and host of Day One later this year. Our board of trustees is currently searching for the next leader, and I hope you will join with us in praying for God's guidance. It's been a profound honor and a deep joy for me to be part of this media ministry for more than two decades. More than ever, I believe wholeheartedly in this work of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ through the radio, by podcast, and online, presenting a diverse group of inspiring preachers from the historic mainline Protestant denominations. I believe that the message of hope, welcome, and love is needed more than ever in this hurting and divided world. And then third, I'm pleased and excited to announce the publication of a new book of meditations I've written. It's called A Generous Beckoning, Accepting God's Invitation to a More Fulfilling Life, published just this month by Forward Movement. In it, we explore scripture verses from throughout the Bible that offer God's invitations, commands, and admonitions for each one of us. If you're interested in learning more, visit forwardmovement.com and search for A Generous Beckoning. You'll also find there a free downloadable study guide for individual reflection and small group discussion. So, this is a big year for us, and we're glad you are part of the Day One Ministry. We love hearing from you about how this program has been meaningful in your own life. Would you let us hear from you? You can email us at info at dayone.org. That's I-N-F-O at D-A-Y numeral one dot org. Or send a letter to Day One at 2715 Peachtree Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. And let me offer a special word of thanks to our faithful listeners who support this ministry through their gifts. The Day One ministry exists only because people like you offer their generous contributions. We need your help to continue our ongoing weekly Day One program and other resources, so I hope you will prayerfully consider sending a donation. You can mail your gift to Day One, 2715 Peachtree Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305, or call us at 404-815-9110, or give securely online by clicking on the donate link at dayone.org. We are deeply grateful for your support, and we pledge to be good stewards of your trust. Friends, thank you for being part of the Day One family. And I hope you will keep us in your prayers as we pray for you. We are truly grateful for you. You are why we do what we do. We pray that God will give you faith and courage, joy and hope in lavish abundance this year and for many years to come. God bless you. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. 
he came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with that person. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Do you ever have questions about faith, why God says or does certain things or, or doesn't do them? Ever want to ask Jesus what to do with your life, how to live forever with God? If you're like me, you certainly have. In our gospel story today, we meet Nicodemus, a prominent religious leader, a member of the Pharisees, the group that will ultimately seek Jesus' death. Nicodemus comes to Jesus in secret at night. I heard one preacher title his sermon on this text, Nick at Night. Nicodemus wants to know more about this strange rabbi who seems determined to overturn the comfortable status quo. Nicodemus is intrigued by Jesus' revolutionary teaching. He's curious, confused, thirsty for answers. But the answers Jesus gives him, and so often the answers we seem to get from God, only evoke within Nicodemus more curiosity, greater bafflement, and a deeper yearning for more. 
Jesus responds to him, and here's how Eugene Peterson captures it in the Message Bible. Nicodemus, you're not listening. Let me say it again. Unless a person submits to this original creation, the wind hovering over the water creation, the invisible moving the visible, a baptism into new life, it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. When you look at a baby, it's just that, a body you can look at and touch. But the person who takes shape within is formed by something you can't see and touch, the spirit, and becomes a living spirit. So don't be surprised when I tell you that you have to be born from above, out of this world, so to speak. You know well enough how the wind blows this way and that. You hear it rustling through the trees, but you have no idea where it comes from or where it's headed next. That's the way it is with everyone born from above, by the wind of God, the Spirit of God. Now, if we wrestle with Jesus' words here, we just may discover that His invitation to be born from above is the key to the spiritual life, the starting point on the pathway to a life of loving relationship with Him forever. My third grandchild, Mia June, was born last September, and new birth is always a huge joy. Of course, she's absolutely beautiful, but when you gaze at her little face and count her tiny fingers and toes, you realize how vulnerable a baby is. Everything is new, unblemished, open to life. Jesus says we need to experience new birth spiritually, to start anew with God, as though fresh from the womb, as though we were part of the original creation of God, forming the world through the Spirit and the Word. New, fresh, clean, open to life, and, yes, vulnerable. You can't have a more profound starting point than that. And how do we come to this point? Throughout our lives, no matter how briefly or how long we've lived, God has been working. The Spirit has been moving and forming the real you, the you within, the you God created you to be. That Spirit dwells within you today, even now, rustling through the leaves and branches and limbs of your soul like the wind blowing above Jesus and Nicodemus, moving you, filling you, bringing new surprises and unexpected challenges into your life day by day. Friends, this season of Lent is a wonderful time to become more aware of that, more open to the wind of the Spirit. To be in a loving relationship with Jesus means recognizing and living within this Spirit-moving reality. It means being willing to start fresh with Him, reborn by the Spirit, willing to trust God to care for you and nurture you as you grow in the faith toward maturity, willing to be moved along by the Spirit in whatever direction the holy wind blows, willing to live in the tension of the unknown and the confusing, willing to grow in curiosity and trust and thirst for more, more of Jesus, more of the Spirit, more life, more love. Oh, it's a lifelong task, a seemingly eternal struggle, but you must begin at the beginning. You must be born from above. But Jesus takes it further with Nicodemus, so let's go further too. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Listen carefully. I'm speaking sober truth to you. I speak only of what I know by experience. I give witness only to what I have seen with my own eyes. There is nothing secondhand here, no hearsay. 
Yet instead of facing the evidence and accepting it, you procrastinate with questions. If I tell you the things that are plain as the hand before your face and you don't believe me, what use is there in telling you of things you can't see, the things of God? So Nicodemus comes to Jesus with a searching heart, truly wanting to understand who Jesus is, but he cannot get his mind around the revolutionary spiritual concepts the rabbi is sharing with him. He can't let go of his presuppositions and prejudices, his traditions, his well-worn routine beliefs about how relationship with God was supposed to work. He couldn't rise above his questions, his confusions, his doubts to see the clear light of truth. <laughs> oh, friends, doesn't that sound a little familiar? A little uncomfortably true. It does to me. There can be a lot of Nicodemus in all of us. The world teaches us to watch out for ourselves, to guard our emotions, to question authority, to doubt good news. As a result, our minds and hearts have slowly, over time, crusted over with stubborn self-protection like barnacles on the hull of a fishing boat. So when Jesus reveals to us something that we struggle to understand, we, we have trouble accepting it and living within it. Thank God, as Leonard Cohen puts it, there is a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. That's how the light gets in. If we are open and willing, if we are conscious of our desperate need for Jesus, then the Spirit of God can crack open those crusty barnacles on our heart. And then the light of Jesus' love, the pure light of truth, can get in through those broken places, can soften and warm our hearts, and make us more vulnerable so we can see the things that are plain as the hand before your face and live the things you can't see, the things of God. During this season of Lent, I invite you to hear Jesus. Listen carefully for His voice. Trust His love for you. Put aside your fears and doubts in the power of the Spirit just for a moment or two. Let the Spirit crack open your heart a bit, and the light of Jesus' love and truth will pour in. But Jesus goes further still with Nicodemus in a great crescendo of love. He says, This is how much God loved the world. He gave His Son, His one and only Son. And this is why, so that no one need be destroyed. By believing in Him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending His Son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world right again. Did you catch that phrase, a whole and lasting life? Isn't that what most of us hunger for? a life that is rich and meaningful and full of love given and received, a life we've never quite seemed to figure out how to make happen. Sure, we've searched for it in many empty ways, bad relationships, responsibilities, success, power, possessions. Perhaps the next attempt will take us where we want to go, or perhaps not. The true and only way to experience a whole and lasting life to be right again, is shockingly simple. Just three words. Believe in Jesus. Too simple? Well, yes and no. If it were so easy, more people would do it. More of us would trust in God's love enough to accept it. 
but too often we fail to believe in Jesus even when we come face to face with Him. We see an opportunity to serve that will cost us time or money and turn away when we realize how that might impact our own interests. We can reach out and receive grace and hope or decide we're more comfortable living in the pain we've grown accustomed to than working to release that pain. Or we sense a call to something that seems way beyond our capabilities, could really make a difference not only in our life, but in many others. Yet we can't trust God enough to accept it. We bump up against those opportunities to believe in Jesus every day. Time and again, Jesus invites us to trust in Him. And He says that when we do, we live forever. When we don't, well, We are already under a death sentence. Jesus is the way to a full and whole and lasting life, the only true source of authentic and eternal life. We will either run toward Jesus into the light or we will run away into the darkness. But as St. Francis of Assisi put it, darkness is an unlit wick. It just needs your touch, beloved, to become a sacred flame. This Lent, let's run toward God. Run toward the God who loves you and the whole world. Let our beloved Lord touch your heart and watch your life light up. Let us pray. Loving God, we pray that you would open our eyes, our minds, our hearts, our very lives to the wind of your Spirit, that you would make us anew, rekindle our faith, and empower us to love and follow Jesus as a bright, sacred flame. Amen. You've been listening to a sermon titled, A Whole and Lasting Life, by yours truly, Peter Wallace. For a free printed transcript of the sermon, call us at 404-815-9110. That's 404-815-9110. Or write to us at Day 1, 2715 Peachtree Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Remember, Day 1 depends on the financial gifts of faithful listeners like you. Please consider supporting our ministry with a generous donation. We appreciate it. Next week on Day One, we're pleased to welcome the Reverend Winston Arthur, Rector of St. Michael and All Angels Episcopal Church in Stone Mountain, Georgia. You won't want to miss his powerful message for the third Sunday of Lent, titled, 
drinking water never felt so good. So join us next time on Day One. This is Peter Wallace, and one thing for my sermon today that I hope you'll carry with you in the days ahead is this. I hope you will put yourself in Nicodemus's sandals. Come to Jesus with your questions and doubts with an open mind and heart, and let the wind of the Spirit bring you into a new life of faith, hope, love, and service for your Savior. Thanks for listening today, and may God bless you.
Day One is the voice of America's mainline Protestant churches. Visit us online at dayone.org. Our program is recorded and edited by Donald Jones and produced by Peter Wallace. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sherry Miller wishing you all God's blessings on day one and forever. <laughs>